Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. And we welcome you to the Golf Show on 96.1 WSBT on this Saturday, April the 7th of 2018. It's our first installment of the Golf Show here on WSBT Radio. And as always, we kick things off Masters Week. The first major of the men's golf season is underway at Augusta National in Augusta, Georgia. And Patrick Reed of the United States is the leader after two rounds. Good morning. Hope you're having a great morning. Hopefully soon we'll have some warm weather so we can actually play some golf rather than just talking about golf. I'm Darren Pritchett with the Irish hockey team in St. Paul, Minnesota, where tonight they'll play for the national championship against Minnesota Duluth. I'm at the team hotel right now looking out at some snow on the ground here at the Embassy Suites in St. Paul, Minnesota. We've got Tim Firestone on the phone. He is the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, and we have John Foster, the general manager of Notre Dame's Warren, back in our WSBT studios. Guys, it's great to be with you once again this year. Good morning, and how are you? I'm great. How are you, Darren? Good to be back with you guys. Hard to believe uh, we've been doing this for as many years as we have, and I will tell you, this is definitely the coldest start to our season, temperature-wise. <laughs> well, if it's not, I don't want to know the year that was worse than this because it has not been a whole lot of fun. Mr. Foster, how are you this morning? Hey, Darren. How are you, man? I haven't seen you since, I believe, last October, isn't it? I know. You've just been avoiding me. You only hang with the cool people, so <laughs> well, I totally get that. No, you're hanging out with the hockey guys. Uh, the weather <laughs> the weather seems more appropriate for hockey, by the way, than it does uh, golf. This has been absolutely horrible, as Tim can attest. Yeah, it's just been not a whole lot of fun for our golf fans out there, but my goodness, it's got to turn the corner sometime soon. And, and just from your guys' perspective with all the cold and, and the snow, what does that mean for you guys' golf courses once we finally get to that warm weather and we can get out there consistently and play golf? Ask, ask Tim. He owns his, so I'd like to hear what he has to say about it. <laughs> okay, Tim, go right ahead. I uh, The golf course is in great shape. I came to the weather, uh, winter uh very nicely no snow mold and um all the debris picked up and we're ready to go it's just uh we need to thaw it out and and get some warmer weather but uh um yeah this has not uh not been much fun but hopefully everybody has such a burning desire to play golf that uh they will come in droves as the once we do get some better weather normally the masters is kind of the you know the igniter for the golf season people get all fired up and i think this year there, there just isn't the energy yet because normally when the master's on um you're torn between whether you should go out and play or watch it and this year it's a pretty easy decision i think the viewership in this area is going to be up for the masters this year and the play is going to be down so we're, we're really frustrated like tim is the the course uh our course like t- tim's course is great shape waiting for people to play we, we have had some rounds i know tim has too but, you know, yesterday I believe the wind chill was 20 to 25 degrees mm. and just not very enticing to play golf. So we're hopeful, I think, by the end of uh, next week 
the Friday, I think, or Thursday or Friday is supposed to warm up a bit. So, The shame of it is, I think, with all the excitement about this year's Masters, I don't remember more people interested in this tournament for many reasons. I think that probably would have led to a spike in people wanting Right now, that's kind of the shame of the whole thing. Yeah, I think that um, overall golf excitement in our area, with everything that we have going on in the South Bend and Michigan community, uh, golf-related, plus what's happening on the national level with all of the great players seeming to start playing really good golf at the same time. Um, yes, uh, it's just a shame. I will say that it's um, definitely been good for business at the Blarney Hole, the indoor golf. Yeah. So that uh, is a little bit of a blessing on that side of things. But um, certainly um, I'm excited to play this year for the first time in a while. So I think, uh, like I said, just golf in general, there's a little buzz going on. Hmm. And we should remind folks about your indoor facility, Tim, where it is and where people can hit some golf shots today. Yeah, so uh, the Blarney Hole in Toscana Park, um, nine private rooms, simulators, indoor golf. So instead of uh, braving the 20-degree wind chill, you can go in nice, warm, comfort uh and uh, have a few adult beverages and some, some snacks and play golf and watch the Masters today inside. All right, so that's at Toscana Park. If you'd like to watch the Little Masters and hit some golf shots today, our golf show is brought to you by Zolman's Tire and Auto Care, voted the best tire store two years in a row. By Kurt Outdoor Living, make plans now to transform your backyard into an oasis with the experts at Kurt Outdoor Living. And by Lechleitner Door, when you need same-day service, Lechleitner Door delivers. Call 295-6311. And, of course, our golf show also presented by Notre Dame's Warren and Blackthorn Golf Club, the two establishments of our two co-hosts here on 96.1 WSBT. So we'll talk more about other things going on. I know we want to talk to John a little bit about, of course, the U.S. Senior Open coming to Notre Dame Warren in a little over a year and just get an update on where things are. So we'll do that in a little bit. But, guys, the Masters is underway. We're halfway home, and Patrick Reed of the United States had a sparkling round yesterday as Reed followed up a 69 with a 6-under par 66. He posted nine birdies on his card en route to that 66, and he starts today with a two-shot lead over Mark Leishman. So your guys' perspective on the career of Patrick Reed still in search of that first major. I know he's been outspoken at times, and he's the best player in the world. That was a couple of years ago, and he's kind of dialed that down a little bit. But honestly, guys, when I think of Patrick Reed right now, I think of him being a big part of the Ryder Cup and not necessarily his individual career, which has been very solid, but I almost know him for his heroics in the Ryder Cup more than his regular career. Your thoughts on Reed? Um, okay, guys, now, I, I know you're always accusing me of name-dropping, right? Especially around love Masters it. time. <laughs> the okay. first show, we're 10 minutes in, and we're already going to get one. I just I love can't it. resist. You, you teed this one up there, Darren. Um, <laughs> the Georgia football game last year was a night game. So that morning, I get a call from Mr. Reed. He's at the Morris Inn attending the game at the um, invite of one of our trustees, and he wanted to practice because he was on his way to the BMW Championship in Chicago. So he came over, spent about three hours hitting some balls, and then hung out with my staff watching college game day for another two hours. And really, I found him completely engaging, uh, normal, nothing like – I mean, I had a preconceived notion, I think like you guys did, uh, arrogance. And he's a huge Notre Dame fan, which probably helped. Um, but he was, he was fantastic. He really was. He was a lot of fun to hang out with. 
um, he people came up. He engaged everybody. You know, it's, it just was, was really shocking to me. And then watching him hit balls for a couple of hours was absolutely intriguing, too. So that's it for the year. I'm not dropping any more. I just <laughs> no. get it out of the way. But, so I, I kind of root for Patrick. I honestly say before then I would not have. I had the same feeling I think a lot of people have of arrogance and not very personable, and I just found the opposite. So, so there you Boy. go. How about that? Yeah. I did not know that story. That's pretty cool. That's a great well, I'm story. These things up for the show. I don't want to, you know, let it go over the, <laughs> over the winter time. And I didn't see you either. It's been well, hard to talk to you about it. John, just a tip from a broadcasting standpoint: you don't want to peak too soon. I, I mean, know. we're ten minutes. I think into I this. just. <laughs> I'm going to drop the mic, walk off for the year, boys. That's it. See you next year. <laughs> well. Well, Tim, this would yeah, be what do you got, Firestone? that would be, you know, huge for him as someone's in search of that first major. Yeah, I mean, I think he's playing great golf right now. And he's just a guy, whether you like him or not, but if you're, like, you know, picking up teams and, and you, you got to, you know, choose who you want on your team, he's, he seems like one of those guys you would always want to be on your team. Never going to give up grinder, battler, um, and and again, the confidence and, um, and you know some people would say arrogance, but I think um, you know he's got that mentality where nothing seems to kind of rattle him. So I would not be surprised at all to see him come through and win. He's good enough to win. There's no doubt about it. I almost feel like it would be a popular win. I think it would compared I, to a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, I I really do. I think that uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago when he made the Spieth remark too, which. I, yeah, everybody great. thought that was so serious. I thought it was very funny, and I think Spieth thought it was funny, too. Yeah, that was great. That's how John. Well, he got, a, he got a bad break on a drop from a rules official, and he said, I guess um, he asked for a different ruling. He didn't get it, and he said, I guess my name should be Jordan Spieth if I want breaks like that or something <laughs> to that effect. And the press went crazy like it was uh, – it was something wrong. I think it was very funny. And I know Speed didn't take any offense to it because they played no. each other the very next week in the match play thing. So, and Yeah, but then he said, did you hear the second comment when they asked him about it, about uh, Speed, and he goes, I don't know. He goes, my back's still sore from carrying oh, it. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot that part of it. <laughs> and, and I think Reed beat Speed, didn't he, head-to-head? Yes, he did. He did, so – on a pretty good roll right now. Leishman is the closest competitor right now, two shots back. And Leishman, yesterday's shot, a 500 par, 67, including an eagle on the par 5, 15th. Guys, there weren't many good scores yesterday. I mean, you could look at a guy like Phil Mickelson, who has three green jackets. He shot 79 yesterday. There were some big numbers. Now, there were some exceptions, like I just mentioned, Reed and Leishman. The wind was not up. What did you guys feel like was making that golf course so difficult yesterday? I think they dried the greens out. I don't know whether it was intentional using the sub air. If the wind, it was a little bit windier than the day before, but I, I know the greens are very hard. The whole locations were much more difficult than they were on Thursday. Um, I noticed with, with Tiger's game, especially. I know I haven't spoken about it, but the distance control for him and the other players mm. was absolutely lousy yesterday, and that's why I think there was some wind, Darren. I, I don't think was it there. Was, okay, yeah, I don't think it was. You know. Uh, a gust or gales necessarily, but I think there was some wind, and you just saw a lot of wrong club selection yesterday. And boy, you get off on the wrong place um, on the golf course, and you see what happens. So um, I'm not sure what to expect today. I think weather is supposed to be moving in today. They're talking about rain. So, hmm. 
Well, Tim, I know you've walked this golf course watching the Masters. You know, just watching the event yesterday, it didn't seem like there was a lot of wind, but probably up in the the tall trees of Augusta National, there's a lot of swirling winds. I mean, you, you've seen it. Is it kind of difficult to judge at times? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's a you know good point. Those trees are, you know, hundreds of feet high, and a lot of times the players can't feel where the wind is. But to, to John's point, I mean, Tiger was long, 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 and short and long. I mean, a lot of problems with distance control. Not necessarily direction. He had a lot of good shots at the flag, but, you know, just um, completely uh, off with the distance, which is unusual for, for him, especially this year, the way he's been hitting it. Um, so it felt like he drove the ball better yesterday, but um, the irons were definitely um, a lot looser. But, um, you know, Patrick Reed and, and Leishman and those guys had it dialed in, that's for sure. I mean, uh, Leishman, his iron, I mean, he's such a great ball striker. It reminds me a little bit of like a Colin Montgomery with mm-hmm. the, his swing and, and how good he is striking the ball with his irons. But he's, he's a lot of fun to watch. Well, I'm not sure, John, where we are this year on Henrik Stinson. You've kind of been on and off the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, you I know, mean, it's too, it's unfortunate we didn't get together and do our picks beforehand I because I think especially I, I went off the old Stinson bandwagon last year. He let me down on a couple of our uh, our picks. But the, come Masters time, I think I'd always ride him, stick with him. Um, his game is so good for that golf course. I just think he needs to. If he could make some putts, I think he could obviously win this thing. But as usual with him, putting's a little bit suspect. So, yeah, I think the broadcasters were talking about the one thing about Stenson at Augusta: he's never been comfortable on the greens. And if you're not comfortable on the greens, then it's going to be impossible to win the green jacket. But you know, he's making a lot of birdies in the first round. He had five birdies in route to a 69. And he had five birdies yesterday en route to a 70. So, you know, Stenson right now, he's at five under par. Reed's at nine, so he's well within reach. We obviously remember what he did at the Open Championship a couple of years ago in that great duel with Mickelson down the stretch and just absolutely was lights out. So when you think about, you know, Stenson, he's got a major in his back pocket you wonder if he can get this green jacket, if he might go on a little bit of a run. I know that's tough with today's golf. There's so much parity, but is this a guy that could win a couple more majors in his career? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. He hits the ball too well not to, and then one hot week with the putter, and he, he'll, he, he, there's no doubt he can win. I think that's what's interesting about golf right now. I feel what you just described, Darren, about probably – five to six, seven different players right now on the PGA Tour. You know, I mean, there's so many guys that are so good right now that have the ability to win. You know, Justin Thomas, who we haven't talked about. You know, I think this guy is another guy that can win, you know, four to five more majors as far as he hits it and, again, a grinder and just understands the game. So that's what is making golf so interesting right now to me. And then sprinkle in the fact that Phil and Tiger are playing uh, good golf as well. Uh, a lot of fun, but no doubt Stenson has got the ability to win another well, few majors. There was a lot of hype coming into this Masters. Phil was playing well. He won an event. Obviously, Tiger being back. But you take a look at the top ten right now, guys. Reed, Leishman, Stenson, McElroy, Spieth, Johnson, Thomas, Fowler, Rose, Watson. This is a star-studded leaderboard right now. We're going to have a heck of a horse race this weekend, and, and I think McElroy's as interesting as any story right now. 
in this tournament just because here's a major winner who kind of fell off the radar. And I mean that from the standpoint of being in contention when majors, he's always in the spotlight and he's <clears throat> went through equipment changes. He's gotten married. So a lot of things have changed on and off the golf course for him. And, you know, he hasn't putted that well. It doesn't seem like the last couple of years, even though, you know, the ball striking has been inconsistent. The putting hasn't helped. You take a look at 69 and 71. Are you seeing a different McElroy right now, guys, going into the third round of the Masters where he might be in position to finally win that green jacket? I wouldn't count well, him out at all, and especially based on the form he's had the last – or actually almost all of this year, he finally came out of that funk he was in, and they attributed that to a number of things. But he just, to me, seemed like he lost interest in golf, and I don't see that now. He is um, He's definitely having fun. It's a little bit, to a lesser degree, the Tiger Woods thing in that – you know, you see the different demeanor of Tiger on the golf course than we've seen in a long, long time. I think the same thing with uh, McElroy. He went through a kind of a mini crisis there as far as his golf game goes. And he's putting really well now, so I, he's got to be considered one of the favorites for sure. Well, I think, we, get, you know, with him, you know, timing uh, is everything. He, he misses the cut at the Bows Bar and goes over to the Bears Club in West Palm Beach to work on his game in practice. And Faction was there in the bar, and it's, um, you know, dusk time. Faction walks out to the putting green, and they turn the lights on, and Faction gives him a two-hour putting lesson right after he missed the cut the house bar, and then Rory comes out and wins the very next week after working with Faction. So, so the lesson is if you're struggling with your golf game, go hang out at the bar. <laughs> That's right. Oh, with Brad Faction, and especially with the putting stroke. Exactly. So, um uh, if they wouldn't have had that chance encounter, who knows uh, if, if Rory would have figured it out the way he has. But I think from a ball-striking standpoint and um, just a power standpoint, um, he's uh, and once he gets the putter going, the guy's, he's unbeatable, as we've seen earlier on in his career. So, again, another guy that can win four or five more majors in his career. Only on the golf show do you get the tip to hang out at the bar if your <laughs> golf game is going bad. Don't go to the range. Don't go get a lesson. Just go to the bar. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the interesting tip today okay. that I, I wanted to share with Foster this morning. Okay. So twenty years Uh-oh. ago, twenty years ago this weekend, Marco Mira won the Masters. If everybody remembers that, making that putt on the 18th yeah. hole. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever gambled in my life and entered in a. a pool that John Foster put on, Uh-oh. Um, and I had Marco Mira, and I won like 350 bucks. So the Foster's responsible for all of my gambling is, is that... issues and um, degenerate behaviors. So uh, what what Tim didn't know, Darren, was that the pot was actually $700, and I just gave him 350 <laughs> <laughs> And I will add that that was before I worked in the athletic department at the University of Notre Dame where gambling <laughs> is illegal. so And I never slice. And I, <laughs> wow, Tim, that's interesting that you would even remember that. So. Well, I heard that oh, they were talking about Amira saying this could be his last one and it was 20 years ago that he won it. I remember that's the only damn pot I've ever won. So. Yeah, well, that's uh, a good thing because in the fine print, you never read that John gets 10% of all future winnings. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I think I owe Tim money if that's the case. <laughs> Exactly right. I'll send him the bill. Uh, The Golf Show on WSBT Radio brought to you by Notre Dame's Warren, Blackthorn, Zolman's Tire and Auto Care, Kurt Outdoor Living, and Lechleitner Door. It is 24 minutes 
After the Hour, the golf show here on WSBT Radio. I'm Darren Fritchett with the Irish Hockey Team in St. Paul. We've got Tim Firestone and John Foster, as always, on the program. Well, we got to get to Justin Thomas, who has had an amazing last couple of years. And here he is in the top ten after two rounds of the Masters. Struggle with a two-over par, 74 in the opening round, but, of course, bounce right back, six birdies and a bogey and shot 67 yesterday. What do you guys like about his game? Everything. Okay. I, I, I honestly, I'm not uh, being facetious. I, I just don't see any weakness. Um, he, he, again, seems to just thrive off of emotion, and when he's engaged – uh, he's he's hard to beat, and he's always in contention. But then he goes off, and I, I don't think it's a loss of interest. I don't know. He just can't keep that intensity up, and then he'll just kind of fade out of the picture for a while. But if he could ever stay focused, um, I, I think of all the players on the leaderboard right now, which are basically the top out of the top 50 in the world, he's probably the one most likely to dominate, um, if dominance being a different word than it was a few years ago because hmm. you never can totally dominate with the players that they have right now. Um, I think he's, his potential is much higher to stay world number one than anybody else right now. Even Spieth, interesting. I think so, yep. That's just my humble opinion. Well, let's let Tim say if he concurs or not. <laughs> well, I think there's no doubt about it. The guy is an incredible player and, and again, a grinder and, and just – He's got all the attributes you'd want to, to be a major champion and to have, you know, his golf swing is, is really good. He has longevity. He's a good putter. You know, he's the son of a PGA golf professional. His dad is kind of his coach. So, you know, this is a guy that's, you know, been around golf his entire life and, and clearly loves the game. And I think um, we'll have uh, an excellent opportunity again to win four or five additional majors. I mean, to John's point, dominance in today's game is going to be a tricky word. You know, I mean, there's no way it's, we're going to see dominance like we've ever seen in golf with as many players that are as good as they are today. Um, I just, just I don't see that happening of anybody standing out like we've seen with Tiger, Jack, Arnie, anybody like that. But, um, you know, someone that's going to win one major, you know, uh, a year or one every couple of years. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that he could be one of those guys for sure. Fowler's hanging in there at minus two. He's still in search of his first major and a two-time winner, Bubba Watson. He sits at two under par. So, guys, as you go into the third round today, this is kind of moving day. Reed's at nine under par. Who's too far out of reach in terms of score? Is, is anybody under par still in this? Do you think maybe even someone one or two over is still within striking distance? Uh, I don't. I don't think you can be over par at this point. But if you look at the <clears throat> the benchmark of nine under, that's one person. So let's say, you know, Reed gags it. All of a sudden, you bring in anybody under par right now. In my opinion. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I agree, and especially with the weather conditions this weekend, and um, looking the way that they are. So, um, and that's the point. It's not. It's not how far under par the leader is it's how many people are between mm-hmm. you and the leader and there's not very many so exactly. i think you know if reed goes out and fires a 76 or 77 today all of a sudden everybody is right back in it so um yeah i think even par or better everybody's got a chance at it and i think talk about a popular win i mean i i'm really i'm a big ricky fowler fan just so the way he carries himself i think he just for whatever reason gets in his own way once or twice around, you know, and makes a stupid shot here or there. Um, but uh, I think uh, from the fans' perspective and golf's perspective, it would be a great win to see if Ricky could pull it out. 
Well, coming up in our next segment, I want to talk about a couple other guys. Of course, Tiger back playing in a major, not in position to win this week, but I want to get the guys' thoughts on what they've seen from Tiger. Mickelson struggled, and I want someone to explain to me what the world happened in the par-3 competition with Tony Finau and how in the world he's playing in the Masters after what we saw. We'll do that coming up in a couple of moments. Tim Firestone, John Foster, Darren Pritchett with you, the Golf Show on 96.1 WSBT. 8.32 South Bend time on this Saturday morning, the golf show on WSBT Radio. I'm Darren Pritchett with the Irish hockey team in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm joined by Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn, John Foster, the general manager at Notre Dame's Warren. We're brought to you by Blackthorn, Notre Dame's Warren, Zolman's Tire and Auto Care, Kurt Outdoor Living, and Leck Lightner Door. It is the Masters edition of the golf show, our First show for 2018, and we've spent some time talking about the leaders. Guys, let's talk about a couple other golfers making headlines, including Tiger Woods, who has come back to the PGA Tour and has brought a lot of attention back to the PGA Tour, playing at his first major in several years. And so far, he's posted a one-over par 73 and a three-over par 75. First off, he looks healthy after all the issues. Second off, guys, where do you feel like his game is right now? Tim, let me start with you. Well, I, I would use the word surprise for me, for sure. I mean, I've been saying since the show started, you know, uh, maybe up to eight, nine years ago that I didn't think he'd ever win another major again. And um, I'll be honest, after watching him play Valspar Bay Hill, I was a little bit nervous that I might be wrong <laughs> in my prediction. Um, definitely, um, definitely surprised at how good he's playing but uh, his golf swing in my opinion is is way better and, and the things he's doing with the golf ball club head speed ball speed um are incredible he's putting well so i think that um incredible comeback i think he'll win again whether or not he'll win a major again i'm still sticking to my guns and he won't win another major but i could see him win another tournament and i think he's found the love of the game he's enjoying himself he's laughing he's a different guy He's a different player. Um, so um, great for him to be back, great for the game of golf. And uh, hopefully um, he has a good weekend and gets some momentum and plays well for the rest of the year. John, what do you think? Yeah, I concur with what, what Tim said. The one thing that I always was suspect of was the emphasis on his injuries. I know they were severe, but it, it seemed like it had become – an excuse uh, for maybe, you know, his his concentration, his head wasn't in the game. But obviously, Tim noted the, the um, club head speed and some of the other um, metrics that they use, you know, to measure whether he's back or not from a technical standpoint. And I, it, it must have been his back. I mean, it, it really is. He's healthy now. Uh, that I thought it was something between his ears that was preventing him from playing like he used to and I really think it was all physical now we did see the mental side last year when he attempted to come back and obviously wasn't ready but and to speak to his and personally what I observe is a guy who hit rock bottom and realized that it's not fun hitting rock bottom when you don't have any friends and he had done nothing um you know to cultivate any relationships that I'm aware of I mean other than some probably some personal ones but as far as guys on the tour um, you know, he seems to relish the fact that he's back with them, the camaraderie. They are happy mm -hmm. that he's back because of the impact he has on them each personally, financially. Um, 
Ratings are up. I mean, it's. I think the the people that are most happy about Tiger playing well, obviously, are the PGA Tour officials and the people that uh, run CBS, NBC, and the Golf Channel. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's good for the game. And I'm as skeptical as Tim was about uh, his future, and I'm still I'm not 100% sold. But b- golf is a heck of a lot more interesting with him in the picture, no doubt. I think the greatest example of Tiger trying to build some relationships is the fact that he and Mickelson now actually have built a relationship and there's been communication between the two. They had a practice round together, which is something that no one ever thought. I think we lost Darren there. He yeah. is, I think his, his phone went frozen up in Minnesota <laughs> at the frozen four. <laughs> yeah, that or he just lost interest altogether and decided Maybe. He might have just to hang up on us. You know? Well, what do you think, Matt? We got him back? Not yet. Okay. Tim, carry the load here, buddy. So, John, <laughs> who is your pick to win the 2018 Masters at this point in time? At this point, I'm going to we were going to have a friendly yeah. sign wager. Let's go. I'm going to take Justin Thomas. I'm, I, it's too easy to pick Reed at this point, Tim. You wouldn't dare do that. And what, what, will, what do you think will be the winning score? Eight under. Oh wow! So he's got to pick up. He's going to shoot sixty-nine, sixty-nine, and win by one. I like that. Yeah. All right. Now what do you got? I think I'm going to stick with Patrick Reed. I think that it's time for him to win. I think, like you said, he's just a grinder, battler, yeah. and playing well, putting well, and um, you know, it's also incredible to see how well these young guys play there without having a ton of experience. Yeah, that's, I mean, Playing at Augusta. It, it really is, although, you know, we've observed this last year that even growing up and watching the Masters, it's really a unique experience in that it's played at the same location every year. Everybody knows every hole intimately. I'm not so sure there isn't some course knowledge one can pick up from watching it on TV as, as uh, extensive as the coverage is anymore, but, but you're right. There does, doesn't seem to be the intimidation factor of people coming in there and not knowing uh, you know, the, the golf course. I'm, I'm just amazed at the number of storylines. I mean, we're not even speaking about, uh, talking about Dustin Johnson necessarily and Bubba yep. Watson, mm-hmm. a two-time right. winner who's playing well again. Um, mm-hmm. the, the female situation, which is bizarre. Um, oh. I, I, I saw it once and I don't want to see it again. Um, well, and how in the world, this, and he says that never had happened before. There's no, if that would happen to you or I, we'd still be laying there. Uh, I would have passed out, and uh, he had yeah. wherewithal to pop his <laughs> foot back in or his ankle back in. I, I don't know if it's, um, it, it had to have happened before. I mean, the guy played, I guess he was, was he a basketball player? or? Um, uh, he looks like could be. I mean, yeah. athletic and tall and like yeah. he, but man, I, I just. Crazy, and then for him to play the way that he did uh, the day after that yeah. was incredible. No, it's um, so. it's it's fun to watch, and it makes it easier to watch, as I said earlier, because it's so lousy outside here. So I think the viewership's going to be up. I know I'm going to be tuned in. I'm happy that uh, yep. the Masters organization has let um, TV coverage expand. I mean, basically, yep. it's mm-hmm. sun up to sundown, um, whereas we were relegated before to watching it online just on the back nine. Mm-hmm. exactly so <laughs> yeah. um you know the, the table set for a really cool weekend so i hope i hope it's exciting i hope nobody runs away with it and I what it's, yeah what do you think was going through sergio's mind as he hit his second <laughs> third and fourth ball <laughs> nothing <laughs> <laughs> 
I really think he thinks he's on how, playing with a house money right now. He's already won. Yeah. And I think there's a that's, tendency that's so what. You know, um, yeah. it was entertaining, and he took it very well. Um, the he old did. Sergio would have stomped off the golf course. We would never see him again. So um, I hear we oh, have Darren cool. back. Are you back with us, everybody? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm surprised, John, there's not alarms going off in the, uh, the, uh, the leadership of the bigger things and giving the airways to you and I. Now, what's that? I get, I, I'm missing out on you, too. Okay, what do we got here? I'm saying that I'm surprised there's not alarms going off that you and I are on the airways. <laughs> They're actually, I'm in studio, there is an alarm. You just can't hear it. You guys are doing great. Yeah, there's a call from the FCC on line one. <laughs> and I'm not picking it up. <laughs> guys, can you hear me at all? Yes, Darren. Yeah. Okay, nice to have Good. you back. Yeah, well, we're dealing with cell service with my radio equipment, so sometimes it just goes bye-bye for a couple of minutes. So, But you guys are fantastic. Okay. You don't need you don't need me anymore. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to be done with this show, so you guys can just no, take no, it no. from here. So I'm going to go back to bed because I'm an hour behind you guys. <laughs> well, I've got and i got a title game to call tonight, so <laughs> come on. I've got a trivia question for you, too. Oh, gosh. What, how many years have we been doing this? Nobody ever seems to know. I honestly don't know. Seven or eight? I think it's more. You do? I think we're in year nine, I believe. Wow. And there's probably nobody out there that can challenge that, I'm guessing. No. Because <laughs> if not, anybody listened, there's nobody that listened to us nine years ago that would still be listening to us. That's what my whole point is. Well, it was in my contract that after six <laughs> years, you guys are on your own. So, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> well, with all the sponsors go, we well, have this year, you'd think, Timmy, I would see yeah. a little bit of action out of that. But I, unless you've been <laughs> notified, Timmy, I sure haven't. No, I, I uh, didn't see any pay increase in, the, in well, my contract this year, but I, I'm, beginning I'm glad to see notice... all the sponsors think so highly of the show with Nate Zolman and Steve Fiddler, so um, somebody likes this town. <laughs> well, I'm beginning to notice, by the way, this show has transpired. There's been a lot of money talk that it may be more about the money than the love of the game here, no. so you guys need to... <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, I'm we just would do kidding. this if you paid us nothing, this is, Darren. This is an amateur <laughs> golf show, without a doubt. <laughs> well, we do the best we can. Well, why don't we take a break, and when we come back, why don't we talk a little bit to John Foster about what's happened with the U.S. Senior Open since we last spoke back in August? Is that a plan? It works for me. All right, we'll do that coming up next as the golf show continues on WSBT. 847 at WSBT Radio, the first installment of the golf show for 2018. I'm Darren Pritchett in St. Paul, Minnesota with the Irish hockey team. John Foster, general manager at Notre Dame's Warren, back at our studios. Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn, joins us on the phone this morning. And coming up in our next segment, it's been eight months since we had our last What's Coming Up, so John Foster has had plenty of time. <laughs> to get ready for that segment. So we'll see how that eight months of preparation pays off. You know, I've been looking forward to that more than anything else this morning. Um, yeah, I, I've had eight months, right? Okay. I yes. Guess. Okay. It's going to be, be fantastic. It'll be great. It'll be I absolutely spellbinding. Yeah. I need to be spellbinded this morning since it's <laughs> 648 here or, or 748, whatever time it is. Anyway... John, you've got the U.S. Senior Open, of course, coming to Notre Dame's Warren. 
Now next year, as we start to close in on that, I'm sure all the preparation that's been gone into this is pretty extensive with still more to come. We last talked to you about this in August. Can you kind of offer us an update on where you are in the preparation for this senior major coming to Notre Dame's Warren? Sure. Um, we are on schedule. Um, as I think I mentioned before, we've retained a management company to assist us in running the championship. And it's actual, actually something USGA um, requires you to do. Uh, they realize that whether you're a, a university or a private golf club, you really don't have the resources nor the experience to to conduct one of these championships on your own. So it's been a nice uh, effort with the between the USGA and uh, ourselves and the management company. So we're ahead of schedule on our hospitality sales, which is really the engine, financial engine that drives the championship. We're launching our volunteer effort um, by the end of this month. There will be information coming out both uh, on the website as well as um, TV, radio. So everybody will be well aware of how one goes about volunteering for this and then ticket sales will be launched right before football season so those are the the, the public types of things that will be going on in the next few months we're going to have a number of player appearances this year mm-hmm. um our um championship director from bruno event team our management company just two weeks ago ran the rapid scan uh, event down in um, biloxi uh, mississippi mm-hmm. and spoke with a number of the players there has made arrangements for them to stop by this summer, so we'll keep you updated on on them passing through. Um, our favorite player, Miguel Angel, is I understand is very excited about coming yes. here. He actually sent some cigars up to us uh, from Biloxi. Yeah, some Cubans that, as oh. we said last year, he flies to Cuba twice a year just to pick up cigars. So he's um, he's excited. I understand. So um, anyway, from a player standpoint, we'll have a lot of that going on. But behind the scenes, it's it's been a lot a lot of work. We've gotten a lot of cooperation from both the local authorities because there's a lot to consider when it comes to traffic parking other things that seems to be pretty well on its way we've got a lot of cooperation within the university the coordination that it requires in terms of um you know the different spaces on campus the different um departments that come into play so it's it's been all-encompassing very successful very supportive so far um just no glitches really um Everybody we speak to is as excited about it and willing to do anything they can to, to help the championship. So we're excited, and the, the clock's ticking. I know it's 14, 15 months seems like a long time, but it's uh, it's really not. Hey, Tim, did you notice he broke a promise there? I know. I didn't talk I to him, though. It wasn't me. It was my, my championship director spoke with oh, him. So that okay. really isn't okay. name-dropping, guys. So but when he comes here yeah. and we get him on the air, that'll be oh. yeah. We got to have video of that, though. Gotta, I know he's more much more effective dance. in video. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> the practice round video <laughs> is just going to be just the best thing ever. Uh, you know, in in terms of the golf course, I know last fall you talked about the USGA was going to tweak a couple of things. Have they decided to change anything else, you or know, are you status quo? Yeah, it's it's a, an interesting process because they've been I don't want to say hands off. They've been with us every step of the way. They're agronomists as well as their championship setup guy. And anybody that's played the golf course, if they played last year, it was extensive modifications we did to the course. Now, that wasn't necessarily a mandate from the USGA. Okay. It's something that Bill Corr, Ben Crenshaw, myself, my superintendent, and Bill Warren have wanted to do a number of these things that we aligning fairways differently, uh, bringing in the fairways towards the bunkers the way it was originally supposed to have been. So it's, it's things that we've been able to accomplish through the generosity of Bill Warren and 
that would benefit and will benefit the championship. But on the other hand, it benefits us moving into the, the future as far as making the golf course more enjoyable and more playable. We've completely torn up our driving range um, and rebuilt it. So the grow-in will occur over the next two to three months if it ever warms up. We've, we, <laughs> added, um, we added four bunkers and eliminated six bunkers on the golf course. Uh, we rebuilt the seventh – or we added to the 17th green. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we, we made – probably a 40% increase in the area of that, that green. A lot of work, and the people were very patient last year, the, the customers that understood what we were doing, why we were doing it, and put up with um, a lot of disruption to play. That's that's not going to happen this year. We've got most of the construction taken care of. Um, the golf course looks differently. It plays differently. We had nine applications of top dressing on our fairways last year. Mm. Build up a, at least a half-inch uh, sand layer underneath, so the ball's running out. Uh, substantially more. The fairways aren't wet, even after rain events. So I know I keep going on and on here, but there's a whole lot that went on last year. And uh, this year is more tweaking that we're going to be doing and hopefully okay. growing growing some of the areas in that we had to disrupt last year. And finally, John, you mentioned a lot of stuff's going to be transpiring, volunteer information. Is there a website people can follow for the latest information? Is there a go-to site? Yeah, there is. It's You can get through it through our website, warrengolfcourse.com, okay. or it's the 2019usssenioropen.com. And that is, it's up. Um, there are a few items on there that you can get your name uh, down to volunteer. The actual volunteer registration won't occur for another two to three weeks, but you will be notified at that time on how one can go about doing that. And I think I mentioned before, we're looking for 2,500 volunteers. Um, there's all indication that we'll probably have a wait list for that. Good. Um, I know the Broadmoor this year in Colorado has a wait list, and they've got 2,200 volunteers from. Wow. I think they've got. 10 different countries and all 50 states as far as the volunteer population. So we're very excited, and with hopefully within a month or so, I'll be able to you know, officially let everybody know how to go about doing it. Very good. Look forward to that. We'll keep you updated here on the Golf Show. Let's take our final break. What's coming up is coming up next on 96.1 WSBT. All right, the Golf Show brought to you by Blackthorn, Notre Dame's Warren, Zolman's Tire and Auto Care, voted the best tire store two years in a row, Kurt Outdoor Living. Make plans now to transform your backyard into an oasis with the experts at Kurt Outdoor Living and Lechleitner Door. When you need same-day service, Lechleitner Door delivers. Call 295-6311. What's coming up at Blackthorn? Here's Tim Firestone. Well, hopefully warm weather, and we kick the golf season off. But uh, the black card uh, is uh, still on sale. Save at the Blarney Hole and at Black Thorn for $99. Uh, come out and see us soon. Uh, 232Golf or BlackthornGolf.com um, for all the information. And the winner of the Masters is? Patrick Reed. Okay. John Foster at Notre Dame's Warren. Here you go. Well, you know, I've had eight months to prepare for this. <laughs> Matt, Matt tells me we're really short on time, so I'm going to save it till <laughs> next week. Give us a call at 631-GOLF or warrengolfcourse.com, and Justin Thomas is my pick. Okay, very good. Guys, enjoyed it. We'll do it again next week. Thank you, Darren. All right, for Tim and John and Matt, I'm Darren. The Golf Show on 96.1 WSBT South Bend. 
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 